0: It. Happens, it we make
1: happens, it we make Welcome everyone to episode 260 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. No Will today. Will is uh, en route to Edmonton to visit our, our sister and our nephew and her Fiance, I guess, right? Corey? That's right. Is he? Yeah. Is he fiance? I don't even know. I'm so out of the loop, it's not even funny. I'm the last person in our family to ever know anything.
2: Uh, either officially or unofficially, it is her fiance. Gotcha. I don't know which one.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, so our topics topics for today are going to be uh, Pokemon Go. Which, if you've been on the internet in the past three or four days, you no doubt have heard of, uh, and the indie game Inside, uh, which I bought and was supposed to play, but didn't end up getting the chance to. So uh, Eric and Corey are going to talk a little bit about Inside, and uh, I we decided we're going to have a uh, after the episode like hangover about about what it all means once I get the chance to play it, which hopefully will be after next week's episode. So. Uh, anyone have anything they want to tease for later on the episode?
3: I don't think I played anything new this week, Dan. I yeah. don't think of it now. I just played uh, a little bit of Rocket League. I actually, I played FIFA for the first time in months, but nothing really to report with that. How'd it go? Really well, actually. Oh. Jeff and I were kicking good ass. Nice. Uh, we tried to get back into Division One, but. Uh, we we dug ourselves a hole, apparently, last time we played. It was too far to get out of, but uh, we played really well.
1: Nice. Okay, Corey, did you play anything new?
2: No, I did not. Most of my free time was spent chasing Pokemans
1: around town. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, I finally finished the Witcher uh, Hearts of Stone expansion, yeah. so I can talk a little bit about that. I won't spoil anything, but uh, my thoughts. And I just, just started um, Blood and Wine. Like I played for maybe 20 minutes of that this morning so i'll talk a little bit about that so without further ado uh we're gonna start with pokemon go um yeah it came out well it was actually came out as we were recording last week what was it wednesday
3: yeah
1: wednesday we got uh we one of our our listeners in the chat alerted us to the actual release of of pokemon go so we We uh, all downloaded at that point. Um, The game itself, it's a fairly simple concept. Uh, The game uses your phone's GPS and data to show uh, where the Pokemon are in your area. You can then walk, bike, or drive around to capture them. Visible Pokemon will pop up on your screen and you tap on them to bring up the Capture mini-game. The Capture mini-game has the Pokemon standing in either your augmented reality background or um, if you're a pro, you want to turn that off and and just have it on a static background. Um, is that right? It's easier to capture, huh. because the the Pokemon doesn't move around when you like move your phone. So well, it, call me a noob. Then it, it is a little, it, If you have a hard a Pokemon that you're trying to catch, that's hard. It, that's especially good to turn off the AR camera. That's cheating. Yeah, maybe. A lot of people do that to save battery life too. The camera uses mm. a significant amount of battery life, a significantly higher amount of of battery so uh there's that um so yeah you flick the pokeball up uh to try to have it land like on the pokemon there's a little little ring that goes around and as the ring you know it'll shrink and then pop back out uh and apparently when you when it pops back out is when you're when you're supposed to have the pokeball hit them don't you
3: get more experience if you land it like in the like kind of like a bullseye in the middle of the reticle?
1: Yeah, if if you time it right, the way the way you capture it, or if you are able to throw a curve ball, curved pokeball, uh, you get a little experience bonus. too. Uh, also visible on the map are poke stops, uh, which are landmarks the player visits to gather items and a little bit of experience, and gyms, which can be captured for your faction for rewards. Uh, There's also a tracking system of sorts. Uh, The nearby Pokemon will show up in a little menu on the bottom right-hand side. Uh, You can click on that to bring it up. Um, Next to the Pokemon will be 0 to 3 footprints, uh, indicating the distance, 0 being them, like, should be popped up on your map, and then 3 being a certain distance away. I don't think it's ever been confirmed exactly how far that distance is. Uh, And then there's a microtransaction shop where you can buy more Pokeballs, experience boosts, incense, more space for Pokemon, PokeStop lures, and incubators. So that's the basic gist of the game. Um, Corey, we'll start with you.
2: Thoughts thoughts
1: on Pokemon Go so far?
2: I enjoy it. It is a fun way to walk the dog,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: uh, ride my bike to and from work. You know, I just keep it on in my pocket, and I have my headphone in, so if yeah. I hear the noise, can't necessarily feel vibrations. so I have right. the sound on. Uh, I'll check and see what kind of Pokemon it is, and if it's one I feel is worth catching while I'm riding, I'll stop. Catch it. Mm-hmm. Get back on my bike and continue on my way. But I, I really enjoy I, it. I don't know how long I'll play it. It might be like a Mitomo thing where I'll do it a bunch for a couple weeks and then probably never turn it on again. Uh, And I think a lot of that comes down to what they're going to do in the future with the game. Because as it stands, there's not much for you to do if you're not going to be competitive with gyms. Yeah. Uh, Because I've already, like in my town, the gym, which is like three buildings up from me is there's already somebody like with a level 21,000 combat power Pokemon in there, uh-huh. uh, which I'm I'm level 9 in my high My strongest Pokemon is like 4-something. Uh-huh. So I've got a ways to go to be super competitive with that. Granted, I don't fully understand how the gym stuff works. So, you know, that might have something to do with it. Maybe there is something right. I can do with, with crappy Pokemon. Uh-huh. Uh, no. No.
3: <laughs> That's it you can send them to the glue factory like dan does yeah get their sweet sweet candies yeah yeah you can
2: yeah so what you can do is you can send uh the extra pokemon that you have to professor what's his name in this one
1: i think it's just the professor professor, the professor willow yeah that sounds right i just
3: pulled. I that thought out. it was just professor it
2: could be i'll call, I'll call it up. he's usually named after a tree yeah i believe oh. But yeah, you can send your extra Pokemon to him, and he will give you one candy. Uh, and the candy is specific to the type of Pokemon that you send him. When you get enough candy for a certain Pokemon, you can evolve them.
1: It just says the professor in the game. Yeah,
2: so it's just the professor. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, uh,
1: the it's it's a fun experience, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's pretty light on the game elements. Really, the only like game game part of it, at least for me, because I'm in the same boat as you guys. Like, um, my my Pokemon, even my most powerful one, isn't enough usually to take out take out the lowest level Pokemon in any of the gyms near me. Um, they're all my highest level combat power Pokemon's five hundred, and I think the lowest one. Uh, the the I have one gym within range of my house. Um, that, that's one of the one I checked the most frequent and it's usually like six or 700 is the lowest Pokemon, uh, to fight there, which is, you know, out of my league a little bit, um, kids these days and all their free time, able to just wander around all day and capture Pokemon. So,
2: well, that's another thing I wanted to touch on just briefly is the amount of people I see outdoors now playing <laughs> kids. Yeah. It's, I, I, I mean, you guys have been to Clinton. It's a quaint town. Uh, the type of town with lots of people raising children, uh-huh. uh, and I never, I hardly ever see them unless they're harassing me uh, while I'm riding my bike somewhere, which has happened a couple times. Jerks.
1: Yeah.
3: Can we talk more about that for a few minutes? Or...
2: <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't say anything to them anymore. You can't look at them because you're a pedophile. You yeah. say something to them, you're assaulting them.
3: I did once when yeah. I lived in Binghamton. Uh huh a side note, I guess, <laughs> yeah. there was a group of like five of these little bastards. Thought they were tough shit on the street, and like I drove by and they flipped me off and said something. And I, I must have been having a bad day. Yeah. So I got real pissed off and I was like, you know what? Fuck that! So I turned around and they all just started bolting for this house. And I pulled up in the front yard and their their dad or mom or somebody was outside. And I, I, I so badly just wanted to get out of the car and say, hey, just so you know, your kid's a little fucking asshole yeah. all his friends are too and then i remembered oh wait i used to do that yeah and i left
2: yeah but that's all right as long as you can acknowledge you were a little asshole
3: oh still am <laughs> it's a bigger fatter one now
2: but no it's i actually tweeted a picture of a group of kids cosplaying in, in my town and while catching Pokemon. But that like first that Saturday, last Saturday, uh, the first Saturday the game had come out. It was crazy. Yeah. The mm-hmm. groups of kids just walking around, staring at their phones, playing Pokemon, uh, stopping at the Pokestops and going to the stops that have the lure set up on them and like just talking and interacting. And I saw a lot of older people, the type of people that you can look at and say, well, that guy probably doesn't get out too much. Uh, out looking at his phone, catching Pokemon, yeah. and even this morning on my my way to work, I saw a couple kids. uh This is early, you know, quarter to seven. Uh Kids out with their phones, walking, collecting Pokemon, and I had have never seen that.
1: You can tell account. you can tell that's what they're doing too, because it's like oh, yeah. it's yeah. it's a different hold, and you're using two hands. Whereas you know, if someone's just texting, like it's a it's a much more casual. Uh, mm-hmm. motion when they're walking and looking at their phone. You know, when someone's playing Pokemon, they're like, they got the phone like this. And, the, you know, it's it's a much more active interaction with the phone than, than just texting or whatever. Well,
2: yeah, because what you have to do is you have to tip your phone up. You have to be pointing it straight on. Whereas if you're texting or something, it's pointing mostly down. Sure. I've tried to cheat that. I don't know if it actually works. But right before you tap the Pokemon, you tip it like towards your crotch so that when the Pokemon shows up, you tip it to just looking up on ground just a little bit. Uh, so it doesn't look like you're taking pictures of people. Right. Yeah. You know? Or yourself. Or yourself. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I was uh, I went to do- downtown Charlottesville the other day. We have this thing called the Walking Mall, where it's just like all these little shops. It's outdoors. And, uh, you know, I can immediately see people, like, clearly playing Pokemon. Well, this one, like, super bro dude real big guy, muscle shirt on, like, sun's out, guns were out. I could see he was playing, and he was walking towards us. I like, go, oh, are you catching Pokemon? And he goes, yeah. And like, kept walking, and I'm like, fine, I I'm asking. not just asking, man. Look, look at me. Yeah. I play video games. <laughs> like, That's funny. Yeah, it was funny. My yep. wife, needless to say, was very embarrassed mm, that I even brought it up. But... Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was on my way home. Uh, I mowed my grandma's lawn, like, Sunday evening, and uh, I had my phone, fo- like, because I keep my phone in my little, oh, I got a Pokemon on my, hang on a second. <laughs> Speak La- the devil. Live capture. Uh, I was driving home, and I, I noticed, uh, I, you know, make a mental note of where the uh, the uh, Pokestops are, and there's two churches, like, right next to each other on my way home from, from my grandma's, and I... I pulled up the app and and looked, and there was a someone had set up a lure in really too close places. So I stopped in there, and there was seven cars all parked there with people people playing Pokemon oh my of, God. of various ages. Honestly, there, it's incredible. Yeah, there was teenagers, there was you know adults, there was older people that you you know no one else would be there for that reason or for any other reason than the lure was there. It was very very we'll neat.
3: I guess I'll talk about my experience so far with it. Um, I should first say I don't think it's very good. It it runs kind of like shit. Oh, I haven't it's... played today since the the update, so I don't know if it's any better. Um, but it was crashing on me constantly and logging me out, which I know logging back in takes like 10 seconds, but I don't want it to take yeah. 10 seconds, yeah. so I just don't do it. And that sucks. So my experience playing by myself has been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, my wife and I spent quite a bit of quality time this weekend driving around to places in Charlottesville we never would have gone to. Like, there's one uh, headstone in a cemetery. It's a specific headstone of a guy who owned something in Charlottesville, and he died. But his headstone is, like, it's a Pokestop. So we were driving, like, through the cemetery, checking things out. We drove all over the UVA campus. We wouldn't have done that, you know what I mean? We wouldn't have driven all over campus. Uh, But we probably spent, I'd say a total of probably two hours just driving around, going to PokéStops, capturing Pokémon. So I would drive, and she would just kind of direct me where to go and tell me to stop. And uh, it was really fun. Like, we had a good time. We were prepared to go walk the downtown mall again, just specifically to do Pokémon hunting.
0: Uh
3: Um, But we got there. And I got the shits so, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so we left. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe next weekend. Who uh-huh. knows? But there's a ton down there. Unfortunately, where I live, there's not really much, so it kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, But we're like 10 minutes from downtown, so hopefully we can go back. But it's been really fun playing with my wife, and she's she's enjoying it, which is cool. Yeah. Gave us a lot to talk about, Um, not just with the game, but, like, I'm always interested in her thoughts on gaming yeah i guess and she's you know shared some thoughts with me about why she has concerns about people playing this game and with some of which you've already seen happen yeah um which is funny it's just funny to hear because i being a gamer i really only can see the positives yeah so i'm thinking to myself okay cool people are getting outside people are talking to each other You know, people are probably forming friendships, you know, that kind of thing. But she's like, yeah, but, like, everybody's just staring at their phones like zombies. And look at you. You just stopped in the middle of the road. You could have caused an accident. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, this is a little bit dangerous. Uh (laughs) And then you see in Minnesota, I think it was Minnesota, some guy got in, like, a really bad car accident. Because he was playing Pokemon Go. It was the worst car accident they've had there in, like, years with a semi, Uh Mm. and, I mean, I guess, like, that's that's on you to not be an idiot, but I say that being somebody that stopped in the middle of the road to to capture a Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I did look everywhere to make sure nobody was coming or anything like that, but, you know, it was still stupid, and I'm readily willing to admit that, but I don't know. But, Corey, you know as well as I do, there's a lot of stupid people out there. Oh, yeah. These things are going to happen. Like, sure. Th- think about it for a second. As, as awful as this is to say, like, what if Dan was driving around, not a Pokemon player, right? And some asshole is playing Pokemon Go and kills Dan on the road. <laughs> I mean, how awful is that?
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's awful, but it's not. It's also not the first game to do this kind of thing. It just happens I, to be the first popular it's one.
3: A pretty big scale, though. Yeah. Right. I mean, I feel like it, it's already happened. Yeah. It's been what a week.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the answer is.
3: No, I, I'm not saying they should pull it or anything. That's that's on people to not be assholes, but yeah. people are going to do that. You know, they just are. I mean,
2: I know they say uh, the the game reminds you to always be alert. Yeah, um, it doesn't mean anything. Right, but I think maybe they can do a, a little bit better job of of that. And I actually saw it because uh, I was playing at work, kind of playing at work, and the poker stop near me had disappeared. Uh, near my work, there was one right across the street at a church, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder like maybe there's a way to get poka stop like if you're the owner of a business or something to get the polka stop removed uh, So I went on the reddit and actually did find there's a way to submit unsafe polka stops or polka stops that are no longer commercial and are now residential." Mm-hmm. Um, cause I guess in that case they don't qualify anymore, but the Google Neantic maps might not be up to date when it comes to that stuff. Uh, but somebody had posted exactly the situation this church was in across from work with me, which is, it's like a 30 to 45 mile per hour road, no sidewalks to get there. Uh, and there's no crosswalks or lights or anything in the area. So anybody trying to go there would have to walk on the road on foot without any sort of, you know, traffic, uh, caution. Or anything, uh, so that I mean that's definitely a concern for people, and it'll be interesting to see how they respond to this kind of stuff. Because I think you're right. I mean, it it, it can definitely lead to some dangerous situations.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, it, but the thing is, I I think it's such a cool idea. But like you said, core, I don't feel like as of right now in the state of the game that it has a lot of staying power for me personally. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already. Losing interest and in just playing it by myself. Like yeah. my wife said, "Hey, you want to go out and do that?" I'd say, "Yeah, that sounds great." But by myself, I just don't. I don't have that much interest in it. And part of that is because of how shitty it's been running. Yeah. Like I never know if I if I boot it up if it's going to be working. So I'm just like, oh, "Fuck," I'm not going to check it. Yeah, but.
2: Well, I've had the most uh, frustrating times with me when that happens is the one time I had a very early on, I caught a a relatively strong Pokemon, and it was stronger than the Pokemon at the gym near me. So I went and attacked the leader of the gym, won the battle, and then, like, nothing happened. And then the gym turned to another color that wasn't my team's. Yeah. It was bizarre.
1: Well, the gyms, the, the way it works is the gyms have, like, hit points, Okay. And just because you defeat the leader doesn't necessarily mean you depleted all the hit points. I think if then, you I think if you defeat the Pokemon underneath the gym leader, they get knocked off and they don't defend it anymore. I think it's how it works. And the hit points go down? And the hit points go down, but you have to make sure you get all the hit points down before the... Mm. Before, well, then why did it switch to the know, other color? Someone it else was
2: ha- blue, I'm red, and after I beat it, it switched to yellow. Yeah,
1: someone, someone else was probably nearby and was also... Also, knocking the knocking the leader down and hmm. just captured it before you did.
2: There's been a few weird instances, too, where I have, like, five Pokemon just pop up near me all at once. Uh-huh. Uh, it's probably happened three or four times. Uh, and a couple times it's worked fine, but some other times, like, it, the game, like, glitches out and it just, like, quits. And it's like, well, no, I was in the middle of catching a, a Pokemon. It's the first time I've ever seen it, you yeah. know?
1: It's very it's janky. Frustrating. It's very janky. They really have a lot of work to do to to get everything cleaned up. Because probably every four Pokemon, I I one out of every four Pokemon I catch, you get the the freezing when when the Pokeball stops. Yep. You guys get that? Oh yeah. I've kind of figured a workaround. Like if you let it sit for like fifteen or twenty seconds, uh, it should still capture the Pokemon. So you wait like fifteen or twenty seconds, and then you close the app and and close it out. And then restart it, and you should have the Pokemon
3: in your in your. Group. Yeah, I found the same to be true. So. Um, Jake in the chat uh, brings this up. I don't know. I, I heard about this. I didn't read it, though. Uh, people have like been setting up traps and robbing people of their phones. Yeah, that... I don't know how... Uh, do you know exactly what happened? Yeah, yeah
2: it was in... Mi- not Minnesota.
1: Illinois?
2: Somewhere. Midwest. Yeah, somewhere in the Midwest. They set up like a lure at a poker stop, and when young kids came by, it was late at night too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. They would rob them of their phones. Uh-huh.
1: Hmm. But consider to like nine Con- people or something. Considering like that. how widespread the game is right now, like that's a fairly low percentage of of incidents, you know.
3: It is, but you know, it, I don't think it's going to get better from here. Yeah, I don't know.
2: it's it's a new, what's the word, a new paradigm. uh That'll be interesting to see how they deal with this stuff. It, all it takes is one lawsuit. Yeah.
1: yeah, but at the same time, like, should that sh- should it be on the game? No, well, no,
3: absolutely not. But right. you know, that's what's going to happen. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, I, but would it's any? Like,
3: uh the woman that sued mcdonald's for her hot coffee well
1: that i've explained to the people the, the way the way the food laws work it was unfit for consumption that's why she won because the coffee was like 200 degrees or something like that so it, it falls under the same like uh uh expired food things
3: i don't i don't like that
2: yeah well that's my point with pokemon go is it's like a new yeah how do you legislate that yeah i mean what can you compare it to well right? there's there
3: was,
1: Ingress. Right. I mean all this stuff is taken from Ingress which you know it's essentially the kind of the same kind of the same idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there was any well, lawsuits that were involved with Ingress but there was incidents of of people causing accidents trying to play yeah. and and robberies and, like, and stuff. physical fights. Yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, no I so hope there, it's just the type there, of thing it's just like we'll just be smart when you play. Yeah. And if something happens, and it's, it's I, clearly it's clearly your irresponsible self. To then me it's, it's
1: all. On you. I,
3: I wish that was how everything worked.
1: To me, it, it should all be on the user. You know, it's yeah. it's, well, absolutely it's it's, it's it up should. it's up to the person to uh, not go into weird areas at night. You know, yeah. Especially, but we by, all especially,
3: can figure and say that, but we know that's not how it's going to work.
1: Well, I, I mean, that's that's that would probably be the game's defense. Like the game has, you know. All the all the portals and stuff or the the poke and stuff were taken from Ingress. So it's it's places that have seen traffic for that sort of thing before. Like I said, not to this extent, but
3: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think uh I,
3: I hope you're right if that ever happens, but I'm not confident.
1: Yeah. Well, it's I mean a- there's the whole you know, it was on the news like uh uh the whole uh outrage people uh, you know, scorning Pokemon Go because because people were you know, there was a handful of people, like, breaking and entering and that, and that sort of stuff. You know, it was, what's the, you know, the the morning news and stuff. Like, yeah. they're running, you know, the Satanic Panic type of stuff yeah. with, with Pokemon Go now because of... Well, the
2: Kotaku article.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought
2: that. that was a bit much.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, God. I honestly don't think I'll ever visit their website again after reading that. Yeah, so that just, was just so often left field. There's just no reason.
2: Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, I forget who the author was. I think it was just a contributing.
1: Yeah, well, it, it like was it was lanes. an art. It was an article from don't somewhere else. Any uh,
2: okay. Uh in in light of or what? The, maybe that's not the right way to phrase it. In 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 yeah, in light of like the recent uh, Black Lives Matter stuff. Uh, the article was about being a black man playing Pokemon Go in that it's just a very dangerous thing to do. You kind of have to read the article. It's one of those yeah. uh it's 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 a more sensitive topic than the scope of our podcast allows. Yeah. <laughs> but it just
3: it was an article that didn't need to be written. Yeah. I didn't feel like like there just was no need. It was it was it was about, you know, attention seeking.
1: The uh, about well, it was about uh like the stuff that you do when you're playing Pokemon and how that looks suspicious to other people. Yeah. Uh but I mean what was it? Like the well, I, yeah, no, I read, I, I read Reddit posts about there. There's been lots of police calls about people in general playing Pokemon Go because because their behavior suspicious because they're wandering around looking at looking. Well, people, you know, like you said, Corey, you hold up your phone like this. People think they're taking pictures of their house or taking pictures of their kids when they're just yeah. playing Pokemon Go. So they get the co- cops called on them. It, you know, it's just but something that all happens. of those
2: stories have had happy endings so far.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, we'll the
2: cop wants to play, wants (laughs) the people that he suspected of something, he wants them to show him how to play Pokemon. Yeah. You know, happy endings so far.
1: Yeah.
3: It'll be interesting to see just, like, society-wise, how all of this plays out with Pokemon Go. That's the thing that's most interesting to me about this game is society.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to be as popular forever as it is it'll no. it'll 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 get no. more popular i think for a little while and then it'll kind of die down but,
2: so speaking of popularity i pulled some stats yeah over five million downloads on android uh venture beat reported that it's the fastest app to reach number one in revenues after its release in uh fortune reports that it has a higher install rate than tinder and users are averaging forty-three minutes a day, which is more than WhatsApp, Instagram, and Snapchat. And according to similar web, more than sixty percent of people who downloaded it use it, which is a huge
3: number. Uh-huh. Did you see the stat about it being something bigger than Twitter?
2: Uh, I didn't see it ha- anything about Twitter. Has more yeah, active? There was some stat
1: at more, almost as many active users, or has more active users it surpass. than Twitter? surpassed? Surpassed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Pokemon
2: Go nudes are a thing. I don't know if you guys saw that. The, <laughs> no. uh, the gentleman would post, like, the couple pictures I saw was their girlfriend or wife or whatever in her underwear and him with his pants unzipped and a diglet for his penis. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty funny.
1: It's good stuff.
2: Most of them were diglet penises. Sure. That was the majority of the Pokemon
1: nudes.
3: <laughs> sure. Yeah. What were Will's thoughts, Dan? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm glad
1: you reminded me because I probably would have forgotten. Okay, Will says, "Uh, Forgive me, I'm writing this in the airport on two hours of sleep from playing the game all night. I like Pokemon Go a lot. Every night since it's been out, me and my friends have gone out on at least three to four mile walks, uh, trying to catch Pokemon and everything, or catch everything and hatch eggs i'm level 13 with 59 pokemon seen and caught i haven't used any real money either my best pokemon is a 611 combat power vaporeon uh i also like how they make catching the crappy pokemon worth it some of the time because you can get a really awesome pidgey then evolve it twice and have an 800 pidgeot you can catch more pidgeys to power it up more and more uh Newark Valley has a lot of a lot more Pokestops and gyms than I thought. The gyms are the post office, Grave in the Cemetery, Assigned by Subway, the the Gym, uh, the Beamant Billings, and a couple churches. That's just off the top of my head. There could be more. I didn't count the amount of Pokestops, but there's at least a dozen, all pretty easily walkable or drivable. I'm finding the game rewards you the further you walk, the later we play and the longer we've been walking, the more Pokemon that have showed up. It makes quitting hard because we've primarily played at night because it's more active with Pokemon. Once 3 a.m. hits, you're pretty tired from walking six miles and battling. I really like the three teams they have in the game. It creates a rivalry when you battle over gyms. In Newark Valley, for example, Blue Team, uh, team me and my friends chose, uh, know the team Red Team players, so we go back and forth controlling the gyms. Yellow Team isn't really around all that much. Red Team is for peasants, though, Corey. Plan. <laughs> There are some improvements that need to be made. Servers and glitches are the biggest one. It's sort of frustrating when you're trying to catch a Pokemon you haven't seen before, and then you have the app crash. Also super frustrating when you're battling a gym and the Pokemon doesn't die, even though you're repeatedly hitting it. I wish you could add friends to and see when they're playing and uh, whatnot. This allow for trading Pokemon 2, which is a huge feature in the Pokemon games. Uh, and a more personal wish is for the second generation of Pokemon to be added. Some of my favorite Pokemon are in there, like Umbreon and Cyndaquil. Uh, it's probably my favorite generation, but I have no doubt that'll that'll be added next. <clears throat> so that's Will's thoughts.
2: So these are all uh, first gen Pokemon.
1: All first gen Pokemon, yep. Yeah. I don't. Wow. I'm pretty sure like all of them haven't been seen yet, though. I think there's quite yeah, a few yet. Nobody there. has
2: all 150, right? No, no.
3: 250, isn't there?
1: 150. Uh, 151 with Mewtwo. It said,
3: two, it said so when I booted my thing up when we started. It said I had. If I pull up the Pokemon,
1: oh, that's how many you have in your oh, inventory. Oh,
3: yeah, is that how many I can capture? Yeah, yeah. that's how many
1: you can carry. Okay. Carry with you. Yeah.
3: Um, you know, I got thinking about this because I, I always I try to think what you guys might say, and I was thinking about Will, and I thought it was pretty clear he liked the game. Yeah. More than the rest of us, you know, and I felt like. I could see why he would. If I if I was in a position like if I was younger when we used to hang out and you know hang around town and be in a position to go around kind of fucking around at night in a group, that would have been a blast. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have been a really good time. But now I live seven hours away, by myself, with the wife who, granted, she's been playing with me, but she's not you know super crazy about it. Mm-hmm. It's just not really cutting it for me yeah but if i think back to the weekends where we were playing halo and dungeons and dragons and shit like if we could have gone out in the woods or something at jared's parents house and just walked around catching pokemon that would have been a blast
1: yeah i'm actually really enjoying it i'm with will on this one
3: no i i know you were but i just yeah i kind of thought it seemed like will was getting the most
1: enjoyment. yeah um i'm not even sure what it is like i just i'm i i'm I not either. not gonna do the battle thing really maybe when i catch up if i do catch up which is not like well Dan, you
3: you've always been a collector in games yeah
1: well that, that's that's what it is i think for me right. uh I, i'm interested in the collecting and the and the um the evolving aspect of it um i've left the house quite a bit way more than i usually do uh mm-hmm. to just to drive out to the local poke stops and and do the swiping and me and me and uh the wife and kids went over to b u campus uh, me and my son walked around for probably half an hour, 45 minutes while I uh, hit the Poké Stops and captured a few Pokémon, which was also nice. Something I would never would have done before. Yeah. Ever. Um, you know, we're making plans to go to Highland Park near us, which has, has quite a few Poké Stops and, and gyms, which I'll, you know, if, if I have any
3: any ability to fight,
1: I will, but that's not likely. But yeah, I'm, I'm more about, I want to catch catch them all. Catch them all man. That's my that's my goal.
3: And that that's the part that I like the yeah. best about it. Yeah. But like I said, what when I do that, it's probably gonna be when my wife and I are out and I'm like, hey, you know, boot boot the game up, see what's nearby, you know? Yep. Um and that's probably about as, as in depth as I'll get. Pretty pretty casual. Filthy casual. Mm-hmm.
1: Filthy casual. <laughs> There's
2: always uh this thought that crosses my mind, and I know once I think about it, I'm like, Well, that's just stupid, but every time I see like a Pokemon I haven't seen before, I always think to myself, like what if I'm the first person to see and catch this Pokemon? Yeah. And, I don't know, I get a little kick out of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: All I see are fucking Pidgeys and Rattatas, so I know it's not true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, when they show up on your little uh, your little graphical radar there where it shows shows you which Pokemon are in the area, and you, like, have the one that's just the silhouette because you don't have oh, it yet, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's around here somewhere.
3: My wife missed our greatest... It would have been our greatest coup. It would have been a Golbat. bat. Oh, okay. Um, she has a tough time with the Zubats.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, because they flutter. Now that I know
3: about the AR trick. Yeah, turn I'd that off. It. But uh, yeah, she wasn't able to capture it. I tried to stay as calm as I could. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. And yeah. I was proud of myself because because I did. Yeah. But I did bring it up a couple times throughout the day.
1: Yeah. You got a I, mar- reminder.
3: I because Will said he found one that was four hundred combat yeah, power, yeah. which would double anything I have. And I told her I was like, hey, just so you know. Yeah, you know, you're like really fucked up earlier on when you missed that Golbat. Here's what <laughs> <Nice>. Will found.
1: <laughs> nice. My my best capture was the uh, Gloom, the second level Oddish. It was on my okay. couch. Uh, Let me that, see.
3: Let me pull my. I just want to share a couple of the that Pokemon was, that I have. I thought we should do that. that
1: yeah, that was my rarest catch.
3: So I've so got far. my my highest combat power is a 208 EV. And then I've got Oddish, Bellsprout, I've seen a couple of Venonats, and uh, Rhyhorn is probably the, Rhyhorn and Execute are probably the two rarest that I've caught.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. What are, you, what are you rolling with, Corey?
2: Um, let's see, looking at my Pokedex, the highest number Pokemon I have, and I don't even know if it's a rare one or anything, is the Dratini. Yeah which is the dragon That's pretty
3: good i've never even heard of that one
2: uh and then back up a little bit i have the omanite which is the snail looking one really yeah is that rare
1: i've never heard of anyone catching one of those Really? i spend a lot of time when i'm not playing pokemon go i'm on the pokemon go subreddit re- uh-huh. reading threads
2: the omanite is a rare one then huh? i've
1: never seen of someone mentioning that they caught that one
2: uh, I also have a Flareon. I don't know. Drowsy. Yeah. Ghastly. What's this one? Slowpoke. Machop. Make Machop. Machop. Machop.
1: What's your po- What's your Pokedex at, Corey?
2: Pokedex is caught thirty-seven, seen thirty-eight.
1: Okay. Which one got away?
2: I can't remember. Away. It's probably one of the ones I was saying when they all pop up in a group and uh, one of them yeah. rare and I try and get it and then it crashes on me. Yep. Mewtwo. It
3: was definitely Mewtwo.
2: <laughs> probably, yeah, it was Mewtwo.
1: You know, people will put up, uh, you know, I saw Mewtwo out in the wild, but you never know if it's fake, you know, it's Photoshopped. Yeah. It's hard. I don't buy that. It's, it's hard to tell.
3: Corey, what is your... Um... Your better half think of Pokemon Go. She had any experience?
2: Um, she keeps saying she'll play it, but she hasn't yet. Okay. And I don't know. It was funny because I went to see her at work on Saturday, uh, and when I walked in, everybody, the, all the people at the bar and the bartenders were all talking about Pokemon Go, and I was it's like, "So weird." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I have some experience. Let me explain everything to you.
3: It's it's weird, like. Like, my wife wanted me to share this, too. She said all, all the nurses at her hospital are talking about it. Yeah. Like, these are not people that play video games. Yeah. Yeah. She said there's one who, who walks to work and back, and she wears a pedometer, and she said she walked 33,000 steps just looking for Pokemon the other day.
1: Yeah.
3: Like, this is not a person that plays video games. Yeah.
1: No. And it's the same and, thing. My, my wife will look on Facebook uh, and the the her, like, coworkers and stuff that teachers that that are playing it is it's crazy (laughs) not they'll they'll play with their kids you know they'll take their kids out and they'll all go to the park and wander around and and capture pokemon and stuff it's it's, Mm -hmm. it is weird you're right go ahead eric
3: it's um do you think that this kind of i don't know what the word is this fanaticism about pokemon go will help the image of gamers in society
1: yeah it's not so? i don't think it's gonna hurt unless you come across a couple of you know a-holes or something when you're playing it you know other a-holes that, that are playing it
0: mm-hmm.
2: but, well i mean i think it's it's the the mass appeal a lot of it just comes from from gamers to begin with you know they're the ones that all download it and then before you know it's on the nightly news. like i heard uh NBC Nightly News was talking about Pokemon Go, Uh which is huge for a video game. That doesn't happen very often. And then, you know, people who are mildly interested in Pokemon or games hear that, and they hear it's this, what's the word, revolution, you know, and it's like, oh, I'll download that, and then all of a sudden everybody's playing it. Uh, And you do get get stories about people, like, going outside for the first time and interacting (laughs) with each other for the first time and... You know, there's a lot of good to come with it.
3: Uh-huh. Oh sure, I I think the thing that the I this is no magical thing I've discovered here, but the thing that obviously sets it apart because you could you could talk about like uh, something like Grand Theft Auto V. It's probably one of the most popular video games released in the last five years. Mm-hmm. I would say, right? Mm-hmm. If not the most, yeah. It's I mean how video games go on sale pretty quickly now. That game is still like. I don't see it any lower than 40 bucks usually. Yep. That that says something about that game. But you didn't see any, like, people rushing out to buy a gaming console. You didn't hear, like, all this crazy shit going on. It's all about mobile. Yeah. yeah. I
1: was, That's all I, it is. I was going to say, a lot of it is that there's no barrier ent- to entry. You just have to have, like, no. a fairly recent phone, and you can download it and play it. You know, a fairly recent phone is something a lot of people have, you know
2: i forgot what the number was how much money they've made already like
1: 13 million 14 million
2: off of just in-app
1: purchases five days i think that's just in the u.s too i don't think that counts for like new zealand and australia
2: well the game's not even live in a lot of countries no
1: i think canada's still my wife found a funny post uh sad canadians uh (sighs) making making uh pretend pokemon go so some guy made made a bunch of pokeballs and was throwing them at his at his dogs and cats. What <laughs> like it looked on the screen? It was really funny.
2: <laughs> Even Japan, yeah, Japan, it's not in Japan a, yet. Yeah,
1: a lot of Europe, I don't think had. it. I think maybe the UK got it today or yesterday. Um, but yeah, it's still not available in a lot of places. So
2: uh, it's crazy. I mean, that's it's a
3: really strange thing.
2: All those people that had been saying for years, like, oh, Nintendo should put their games on mobile, put their games on no- mobile. And uh, we're seeing a version of that. Yeah, I was going to say. Nintendo was they're... very anti-putting their, game, their games they have on mobile.
1: Making games for mobile is a different story.
2: Right. And I think
3: they're doing a pretty good job of it. Yeah. Did Nintendo do this game?
1: Yep. Nintendo, yeah. uh, that, the Pokemon company, and uh, Niantic, who Niantic was the one who did Ingress.
2: Who used to be a part of Google
1: oh really okay
2: yeah that's where the gps google maps all that information came from
3: why do you think they put it out when it was so janky why didn't they wait
1: i don't think they thought it was going to be as popular i mean it it, like the ad there's definitely problems with the apps and stuff but i think a lot of it is server issues and i don't think they thought it was going to be as popular as it was as quickly as it was
3: nintendo is just such a mystery (laughs) You know,
1: yeah. There's another. It's another, the, it, it's another gold mine. mine. It's a gold mine for them already. And uh, the shares went up. Yeah,
2: I forget what eight percent or something like that. I think over it was the twenty. weekend. I think it was twenty. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, not
3: surprised that's... if something Nintendo does just completely shits the bed. But you're also not surprised if it's just a raging success. Yeah. Like
1: you can't predict. You, you can't predict what what's going to come no. out of them.
3: All I can predict is that I will be buying whatever they put out. <laughs> right.
1: Exactly. Okay. Any other thoughts? Pokemon Go?
3: No, I'm sure we'll have more to come in the weeks coming yep. ahead.
1: Yep. Um, I think I had one more. Oh,
2: thing. you know what? I want to talk about it, Dan, just yeah, briefly. go for it. And it's something you mentioned, and I think after you said it, I thought about it a little bit, huh? Uh, how the game does not explain anything to you. No like, very basic things. But there's a lot to the game, even as it stands and it's very basic premise that they still just don't explain to you. Uh, and I was listening to This Week in Tech, and they were talking about Pokemon Go. Uh I forget. Actually, they were talking about Snapchat, and how none of that is explained either. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they do that is it's, it's sort of like a, a viral marketing technique, because you have other people showing you how to do it and i think that was kind of the idea behind like pokemon go yeah and i think it is effective in that way because like people talk about it yeah and you, then you need somebody to show you how to do or it you go on reddit
1: and read about it if something you don't know how to do you post on reddit about it and other people yep. answer you or you go on youtube and yeah look for a video on someone explain or showing you how to do something yeah yeah makes sense
2: i just thought that was interesting because you said like it was probably i asked why they don't explain anything, and you said it's probably by design. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you we were referring to.
1: I was thinking more of, like, Discovery, you know? Oh, okay. It's all about just going out there and, and experimenting with yeah. things. That's kind of what I was going for. But that's, that's like a to, great idea.
3: If I had to guess, I'd say Corey's probably pretty close to yeah. what they were going for there. Yep, I agree. It's like Dark Souls, though,
2: right, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> discovery. They yeah. don't tell you
1: anything. Yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> just like Dark Souls.
1: Uh, tips. You want to give a couple tips first?
3: I've got one right off the bat. Let's hear it. Don't stop in the middle of the road while you're driving <laughs> like I did. That was really stupid. Mm-hmm. No matter... Well, if you see a Mewtwo, go ahead. But other than that, why don't you just keep driving?
1: Yeah. I've uh, I've done a little bit while I was driving, but it was only on side streets with no traffic on it. So
3: I wasn't controlling the phone, at least. Yeah. You know? At least I can say that.
1: The way I did it uh, is... I have a uh, cell phone mount for my, for my car. So the way it is, it's, it's almost in like eye view and I'll just look at the screen. And if there's a Pokemon that I want, you you don't have to, if you tap it and bring up the combat game, like you can leave it up there for a little, a little while while you like pull over so you can do the game. You don't have to actually do the game right after you uh, initiate the encounter with the Pokemon, which is nice. So that's what I would do. I would, uh, you know tap on the pokemon bring up the the game pull over and then i would would capture it but like i said that's only on side streets at night when there's no one around I did i i don't know if i talked about this one but you can reclaim pokeballs that are missed or overthrown by tapping them before they roll off screen
0: oh i didn't didn't know know
1: that that. yeah i guess it doesn't work all the time but you because i wow. 'cause I've I've run low on because I don't get to hit up as many poke stops as I would like. Most of my capturing mm. is done like right around my immediate neighborhood. Um, yeah,
3: there's a poke stop right outside my office building. Uh huh. And I don't know how how soon they're supposed to refresh. Five minutes. Oh, perfect. So yeah, I booted it up a few times today. I was like, damn, this thing just keeps refreshing. Yeah. So I just kept collecting shit. Yeah. Can you imagine? You right from my desk. <laughs>
1: that's great.
2: Can you imagine if the refresh was tied to how many people are trying to access it?
1: And if more people it were accessing it, it, would be faster or slower? Longer. Oh, that no, would take s- longer. That would sink. Like this,
2: the the resources are finite, and it just depends on who takes what. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would cause fights.
2: Yeah, that's what right. I want. But I actually have a, a stop. I can access it from where I'm sitting right now, which is oh. kind of nice. You just turn it on and. Every five minutes, you know, that is collect nice. some more Pokeballs. But uh, that was kind of my tip: was you don't you want to keep hitting up the Pokestops because you want to refresh your items, Pokeballs yep. and berries and incense and all that. But uh, you don't need that many because they do refresh so quickly. You can just figure out a path you want to take and just keep walking back and forth or walk around a block, you know, which is enough to yeah. have them refresh and just keep doing that. And all the while, collect Pokemon.
1: Yeah, I don't have I don't have that, but I do have a Pokemon hotspot. Uh, Across the street, and like kitty corner from us, like there's uh, like a brick house and then like a a duplex. And for whatever reason, there is oh, you know how the Pokemon grass shows up on the thing. It's always there. What does that mean? It just means there's a a higher chance of a Pokemon spawning if you if you walk over there. Um, But pretty much like any time I have a Pokemon on my radar, that's one or two steps. That's where it is every single time, and I, I don't know why that is, but. Do you think it's great
2: just going off of that? Do you think the population of the Pokemon on like a given in a given area depends on how many people are harvesting Pokemon
1: from there? I've heard that some of it, it, uh, it. I mean, there's probably multiple things that cause spawn rates and stuff like that. But I've heard that the uh, uh, density of like cell signals, there'll be more Pokemon in areas like that. So a lot of people are having success outside like Walmarts and Targets. Capturing Pokemon uh, because there's a lot of people in there with phones all like kind of kinda of close, so Interesting. But I don't I don't know that anyone's like properly nailed down like what, what causes spawns and stuff yet. So
2: it's coming. Somebody'll have the oh, yeah. spread, spreadsheet all
1: finished. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: You punch uh, in your uh, latitude, longitude and it'll tell you the, <laughs> the highest be, spawn rate in your the,
1: the best spots. Yep. Yeah, I'd be interested to know why why across the street Kitty Corner from us is is That's where all the Pokemon are.
2: That's interesting. Maybe there's just like a group of kids that are playing there a lot or something.
1: Maybe. Hmm. Uh, And then my other tip is one way to check if the game has crashed, and I've I've done this quite a bit, um, because sometimes you can't tell. Sometimes you can still do stuff a little bit, like click around on menus, but the game is actually like frozen, uh, is to check the store. If the store doesn't load, that means the game froze or crashed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so close. If, I usually give it about ten seconds, and if it doesn't load, uh, then I shut it down and close it out and restart it. So,
2: if you can't buy anything from the
1: store, then nothing's
2: working. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Definitely ain't working. Exactly. Do you
3: guys get signed out of your account a lot. Uh,
1: only when there there's server issues. Which so a lot. I I had the first what two or three nights. That we yeah. played it, I, or th- two or three days, I couldn't play it. The weekend, yeah. it was mostly fine. Uh, the only time it kind of crashed is when we, of course, course, drove over to uh, BU campus, but it came back on after, like, 10 minutes. Uh, and then last night, I, I went out to, to do some Pokestop hitting and some capturing, and it died then, too, of course. so uh, But, again, it was only, like, 10 or 15 minutes that it was out, and I was able to restart. But that's the only time it, like, signs me out.
2: They, uh, Eric, I they, so mad. yeah, I, I did. I had to log in a lot to the first couple of days, but they, with the patch today that came out, they apparently fixed a lot of, uh, that issue the, having to log in and
3: hope so.
1: Yeah. That's yep. obnoxious.
2: They also fixed, fixed the account scope when you sign in through Google. Uh-huh. Apparently Google could access all the information that you were transmitting, yeah, uh, every... if you used your Google account to sign in
1: everything on your phone, pretty much.
2: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I guess with this patch today if, if for iOS, I don't know if it's on Android yet, but they fixed that.
1: Sp- apparently, there's stability sp- stability fixes too, which is good. Yeah. Okay. Any other tips? Thoughts? Tips.
2: I tried to poke a lure, and it did nothing. Really? I didn't catch a single Pokemon out of it
1: in half an hour. Yeah. Really? Not a single one? Not a single one. Did you just sit there, or did you walk around a little bit around there? Uh, Initially,
2: I was walking around a little bit. Okay. And then I was just sitting. Yeah, (laughs) the... probably part of the problem. (laughs) Yeah. But I also used... I went to the park. We went to the park the other day to walk the dog, and I used incense. Uh And I only caught, like, two Pokemon in half an hour. Huh. It was a waste. Yeah.
3: Dan, it's funny you mentioned Target being a high volume area because i went to a target the other day and i there wasn't jack shit going on
1: really hmm. no i so went who
3: knows how all that shit works yeah court. i don't
1: know yeah i went to uh wegman's last night actually and there was a lot of water pokemon outside uh, i don't know if it's close to the river or whatever um, but that's my the least amount of pokemon i have are water pokemon because uh the where I am now like I'm close enough it within my radius I can see part of of the river that's near us um but I'm never like close enough that the water pokemon would wander but they come up on my Did they program uh, it
3: that way where you only catch water ones near not, water?
1: Not only, but you're like uh the water pokemon I did catch I was, when I well a couple from eggs but was was I was close to water um the reservoir in Endwell and then uh, you know a little closer to the river yeah you won't come across like a magic carp just wandering around well i'm
2: going uh tubing this weekend and i'm bringing my phone nice fuck yeah dude And i'm just gonna Clean leave it up. on you know i don't even have to walk you know <laughs> it'll still count as walking
1: farm those magic carp so you can get just a gy- gyrodose
2: leave the phone on yeah
3: i haven't i don't think i have any magic carp I don't have one either. My in-laws are coming this weekend. You think they want to play Pokemon Go with me? Hell oh, yeah.
1: I'm sure they've heard of it.
3: I bet you they haven't.
1: Really? Not even from the news or Facebook? I'll ask.
3: I'll ask them. Okay. They do love watching the news, so maybe.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. That's
3: it. I, you know, I'm actually, I'm interested to see if they've heard of it.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: my landlord owns a local business, which also happens to be a gym, and uh, I... I mentioned it to him. I'm like, "You're going to start having a lot of kids coming around your business." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, why is that?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know if you heard about that Pokémon Go app." And he just started like nodding his head. He's an older gentleman. And uh he's like, "Yeah, you know, my my kids were talking about it or my grandkids were talking about it, and they said, uh, "Dad, there's a there's a gym at at your work." And he's like, "I don't really know what that means, but" I knew the Pokemon Go thing. Uh-huh. I was like, "Yep." Nice. There's got to be a system though for business owners to be like, "No, nah. I don't want yeah. this." Yeah, cuz yeah.
1: there, there there's obviously certain types of business that don't want people like loitering outside their business. I did churches. see churches. I don't I think I would
2: think all churches would be like, "No."
1: No, churches are no, I don't think so.
3: I see, I would have thought the opposite.
1: Yeah. Really? Churches would be yeah. the place to go.
3: Although
2: the church people want the kids there out playing Pokemon, isn't that like blasphemy? It depends on the
3: church. <laughs> depends honestly, on the church, yeah, definitely. And mm. the people that attend it. But yeah. like
1: most of the ones in my area are churches. Most of the Poke Stops.
3: My boss's favorite bar is one of the first gyms I found, and I thought that was so funny. Yeah. I go, hey, shit! It's Miller's Bar. That's where Mike hangs out. Yeah. I just thought that was awesome. I
1: saw on Reddit someone who owned a cafe that was a Poke Stop. They. Uh, would have lures going all day so people would come to the cafe they could sit down and and you Brilliant. know ex- experience yeah exactly experience the the lure the po- the pokemon lure at the poke stop and <laughs> grab a coffee yeah grab maybe a muffin exactly it's it's a good good marketing. good marketing opportunity definitely
2: will uh we sent will to canada to do some recon on pokemon go and he confirms that it works in edmonton
1: okay good yeah i don't know if it's launched in canada or not or, or, or yeah or not Well, it works in Edmonton. He can capture. Well, he has an American account. Some people were making, like, American iOS accounts so they could play in their own countries. Uh, Businesses
2: are saying Pokemon are for paying customers. (laughs) Says Jake in the chat.
3: And uh, I've seen some signs up on um, police headquarters, too. Yeah. About not coming in there to capture Pokemon.
1: Yeah, you can be outside and capture Pokemon, but don't come in. Okay. Um I think it's everything, right?
3: Yeah, that that's yeah. about sums up Pokemon Go.
1: Okay. You guys want to talk about Inside? Yeah. Or at least a little should, bit. You should play it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: That seems to be uh, the gist. Like
3: we talked about uh, prior to recording, there's not a ton to really discuss aside from <laughs> things that would be spoilery with this game. Um But, I mean, Corey, what were your thoughts on the game? I guess, like, visually, sound. I think...
2: (laughs) It's really hard to say much. It is. If you enjoyed Limbo, you will definitely enjoy Inside. It has that same... There's no dialogue, but it has that same sort of eerie feeling. But you can definitely see the improvement... Uh, graphically, you know, the whole package, it's definitely more of a, a finished and, uh, complete package than, than limbo. Uh, but it is, you know, just keep running light, right, and solve some puzzles along the way. Um, they do a really good job of never, it's not like one of those puzzle games where you try over and over and over and over again, and, and I, I rarely got stumped. There were a couple times where I had to just, do a couple trial and error things, but it was never to the point of me getting frustrated. I think they Which is a... why
3: I loved this game. Yeah. I thought they balanced that really well. Like, the puzzles were still. You had to think a little bit, but you never got to a point where you wanted to say, alright, fuck this. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Corey, I, I think they improved upon Limbo tenfold. Vastly. It did, the, the thing that turned me off to Limbo was how much of a trial and error process it was. Yeah. And that's, that's I think, the difference with um, Inside and why I like it more.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think uh, also the, the animations are really good.
3: Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
2: Especially towards the end. Yeah. Like, honestly, some of the best animation in a creature I think I've ever seen.
3: And how good were the sounds in said creature? Oh, my God. Did you pay attention to that? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Amazing. And I also liked uh just riding the limbo comparison here, I think the it was less obscure, the ending. There was more concrete answers uh in in inside about what is happening uh really? as opposed to limbo. I think so, yeah.
3: Wow. That's surprising to me.
2: Yeah. And I think even I think they gave you a lot more clues. Uh limbo It's still sort of nebulous. I haven't really even seen... There's a lot of good theories out there, uh, but just comparing the theories on what Inside is all about to what Limbo is all about, uh, it sounds like people... It sounds like the Inside theories are much more concrete and based on a lot more fact than what was in Limbo. Uh, But it's one of those things, and we just keep saying it. It took me three hours. It was a quick play. Yep, um, but worth every second of it. And I don't know. I played Dan's copy. What's it going for? 20. 20? 20 bucks. Worth it. Mm-hmm. Totally worth it.
3: How good were the deaths?
2: They were good. They were real Fucking good.
3: Creepy, right?
2: Yeah. And uh, early on, like...
3: I was watching you play, Corey. Yeah. I was so excited for the first time you died, yeah, because I knew what was going to happen and I wanted to see what your reaction was. Yeah, and it was a, yeah, it was a good reaction. I was yep. happy.
2: Yep. Uh, without spoiling anything, uh, some of my favorite aspects of the game were the submarine.
3: Oh yeah, that was awesome. I forget like how many. Little sub areas, not submarine areas, but, like, subsections of the game there were. Yeah. and in, in a three-hour package, they managed to put, like, a lot of little sections together that work really well.
2: Yep. Yep. Definitely. It's it's real good, and you should play it. It's one of the some, best games of the year.
3: Some really unsettling and tense things that happen, um, specifically in the water. <laughs> mm-hmm fucking creepy
2: that's i mean most of the uh things i wrote down that i want to talk about for this game are based on the you know the spoilery
3: stuff so yeah and and the reason we're not spoiling anything is because dan hasn't played it yet so yeah hopefully by next week and then we'll do a a spoiler cast and talk about theories and Mm -hmm. more specific things that we liked about it but uh everyone should play it it's it's fucking amazing well worth the wait
1: i'm excited
2: and if uh if you're curious if you don't want to spend the money and just want to sit for three hours and and watch a let's play, I uploaded all of me playing it on YouTube uh-huh. oh nice, so it's like I said it's three hours I think the first video is two hours and twenty and the second is like thirty five I took a break for dinner because I was really
3: hungry uh-huh. but... did you know that there's two endings?
2: I did yeah, we have I a feedback about that. that so oh do we
3: okay yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say. I mean, just uh, nothing but great things to say about that game.
1: Yep, sounds good. Okay, shall we get in nibble bits? Sure, Corey. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, excuse
2: me. Let's see. Rocket League is adding crates, purchasable crates. So they issued a statement in response to the Counter-Strike gambling scandal saying uh, essentially they wanted no part of the Steam marketplace. Um, they said, we are definitely aware of the problems related to third-party gambling and other games, and we are not interested in taking that approach.
1: Is well, That whole thing's insane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, It's, it's whole... insane. Okay.
2: I couldn't explain the... Allure. specifics of it but it's insane
1: yeah well i mean there's the, the conflict of interest thing that that's one thing even but uh spending all these money on skins like oh lo- yeah. like thousands of dollars on rare skins
4: yeah duh
1: i must just be missing something but that's just all seems insane to me
2: uh, i'm with you dan <laughs> okay as somebody who spends no money on Microtransactions.
1: I don't mind spending money on cosmetic items,
2: uh, uh, but not I thousands. I of, have.
1: not thousands of dollars. A couple yeah. bucks here and there, fine. But right. Anyway.
2: Uh. So there's that. I, we'll talk a little bit more about corruption with the PewDie the Pewds free Pewds. You guys see my tweet? PewDiePie no, no. and the Warner Brothers stuff. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute.
1: I tweeted that first, by the way. Free Pewds? No. About the Warner Brothers. You did? Yep. Beat you to it. But I'll let you cover it. Go ahead.
2: Did you really? Yeah. When did you tweet it? Uh, I don't know, a few days ago. It doesn't matter. Oh, it matters.
3: <laughs> Damn it, Corey. Why'd <laughs> you just keep her going, man? There was only
2: one tweet about it.
1: No, there wasn't. Yeah, there is. The, you ha- you said about I. Mine was specific to like Warner Brothers. I think yours was more specific to PewDiePie. Uh,
2: somebody tweeted one today.
1: There's one right before the one you tweeted. It might have been specifically oh, about Shadow, Shadow of Mortar. Shadow
2: of Mortar comes under deceptive marketing scrutiny by U.S. government. Yep. Okay, that's the one. Well, we can jointly talk about it. How about that, Dean? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, some Overwatch news: big balance changes. I. Was thinking Will might be on to discuss this stuff, Dan. I don't know if you care enough about it to talk about it right now. Maybe it's just something we should save for Will.
1: I, uh, I mean, we'll we'll probably be able to talk more about it. Uh, but I like the changes they they made to Diva. Uh, that's the, one, yeah. the that's one of the characters I play the most as actually, and she was one of the fewest characters that people played as. And uh, they changed up her uh, the way her her damage defense matrix, yeah, defense matrix works, and uh, shortened the timer on her. Uh, explosion for her mm-hmm. ultimate uh and also made it so it doesn't kill her which is good because i got killed by that constantly not being able to yeah. get out of the way of it so that that's also a good thing but yeah uh I hey, while we're
3: while it, we're talking overwatch do you mind if i just do mine because they're both overwatch no go ahead sure. all right um first one a new hero comes to overwatch and it is uh exactly what was speculated her name is anna and it is a healing sniper, so a, a support sniper that can also do damage with the sniper rifle. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Um,
1: I watched some it's... gameplay.
3: You did? How was it?
1: Good. She's got uh, she's got the sniper rifle, which is her main weapon. She's got like a pistol. It looks like she has like a grenade, and then she heals also with uh with the grenade hand she like throws a grenade with her left hand and then also throws the healing i don't know if it's an orb or if it's like a a grenade that releases health or whatever i thought
3: she she shot people to heal
1: could be i i just saw her throwing something to heal people Okay. but yeah she's it looked fun look fun
3: and um my second and last uh nibble bit also overwatch related they are gonna limit Teams in competitive play to one of each character in competitive mode, so you won't be able to stack up your Tor- Torbjorns anymore. It's probably, assholes. S- probably
1: a smart decision.
3: Yeah. well, I don't know, Dan. It just plays into the strategy.
1: <laughs> well, there's there's a couple maps that that make it so it's impossible to uh, assault if you're yeah. uh, a team of Torbjorns. Impossible. I can't. It's one one of the ones in Japan. Because there's only a one little door that you walk in to get to the first uh, point that you capture. So people were just, like, peppering the Torbjorn things all around that, and you you couldn't get in there. Torbjorn. Torbjorn.
2: That's it for
3: mine.
1: Okay.
2: I have another Overwatch-related little no? bit. Mm-hmm. Changes are coming to the Sudden Death mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tweaks for now. They're taking them down the Sudden Death Uh, mode down from 1 minute and 45 seconds to 1 minute and 30 or 35 seconds. Uh, Except for the Numbani map, where it was actually increased to a minute and 50 seconds. Hmm. Uh, But, apparently, next season, they're doing away with it. The games will end in a tie.
1: That sounds weird.
2: Apparently, uh, when it comes to, like, ranking and stuff, people prefer that to uh, Sudden Death, which... May or may not be fair
3: I didn't like the sudden death I didn't think it was fair a lot of the time But I don't know if ending in a tie is the way to fix it I don't know <laughs> What is this soccer
2: <laughs> I don't know I don't play enough Overwatch to have a strong opinion about it So yeah.
3: You're right Corey who cares
2: <laughs> I just uh, I'm just covering for Will Because I know he would be covering this stuff if... Sure Evolve is now free to play You guys want to try it I have a better game we can
3: can try. (laughs) I'm good. You're right. You're right.
2: I have another uh, four-player game we can try.
3: What is it? Mount your friends? I'll
2: tell you about it in a minute.
1: Sit 5. No. Ah.
2: Although, yes, but no.
3: I bought that. We can do it.
2: Let's do it. Uh, If you purchased Evolve before the announcement, you are given a founder status. I don't know what that gets you, but good job. Uh, I don't know the the whole messaging behind it was seemed very sincere. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, it did,
2: which was nice. You know, they said we kind of fell into the DLC bullshit trap, and you know, we had really good intentions. And everybody's opinion of the game before it was released seemed to be really positive, and we thought we were doing the right thing. But when the game came out, it was kind of poo-pooed by. A lot of people so
1: sure. well they the be because when the game before the game's out you're just focusing on the gameplay which is probably fun but yeah. once it comes out and people get that all that dlc and crap shoved down their throats it's a different story when you have to actually and put money down they, for that stuff
3: they kept shoving the esport thing down your throat too which yeah yeah i mean that that's has to kind of happen yeah you know organically yep. it's not like you can't just be like this this is an esport yeah no Every game, I, awesome. yeah,
2: it does feel like every game that was designed to be an eSport just kind of failed. What was that one they showed at, was it E3 last year or something, with, like, the, it was a shooter. Yeah, it just was. ran around and shot rockets at each other. It was
1: uh, very bare bones.
2: Yeah. Overwatch? No. no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like, was, really
1: wasn't it. it, like, three versus three? It was a Ubisoft game, wasn't it? It was, like, three yeah, versus three. I think three. so.
2: Yeah. They're really focusing in on the eSport aspect of that game. And,
3: uh, I keep thinking, I keep wanting to say Rigs. Isn't that the VR, like, weird basketball mm-hmm. mech game?
2: I do not know. Fucking, I don't know.
3: Every time you, we bring something like this up, I keep uh, thinking about, remember when they, I don't remember which game it was, but they pitched it as Hobby Grade. Hobby Grade? Do you remember that? No. Yeah, a couple years ago, <laughs> it was, I think it was Battleborn. Okay. I think it was Battleborn. He called it Hobby Grade, and everybody was just like, "Huh." Eh? But all the podcasts I listened into were like making fun of him, and and I, ever since then, I get, I get a chuckle every time I think about it. Uh-huh. Hobby Grade.
2: Strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as alluded to earlier, Warner Brothers and some YouTubers have been hit with an FTC order. So the order demands that. Warner Brothers and their YouTube influencers, uh, YouTubers, whatever you want to call them, streamers, clearly disclosed their partnerships. And all this comes uh, from the Shadow of Mordor marketing push, wherein Warner Brothers solicited a bunch of influencers to talk about Shadow of Mordor in a positive light. But... That's okay as long as YouTubers disclosed it, but Warner Brothers even took the extra step to say not to disclose it and hide it in the description of the video rather than announcing it on the video as uh, the FTC required. Really nice. Yeah. So I guess what was ruled today was that Warner Brothers is now responsible to go in and investigate whether their partnerships are being done uh, under FTC guidelines. They have to make sure everybody they've solicited are announcing on their streams, you know, this is a paid promotion, blah, 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 which is good. Yeah. Um, And PewDiePie was... Named as one of the guilty parties. And I saw a lot of people defending him on Reddit. I think he did something wrong for sure. But let's face it. Nobody's watching PewDiePie because of his journalistic ethics. Right. Uh, that's not what he's about. He's an entertainer. And honestly, I don't think anybody cares that he did that. I mean, pe- the people that care aren't the people that watch him.
1: It's too bad that that. That's g- for damn sure. Yeah. It's too bad that that game was the one that. That you know got caught for it because that that's like a legitimately like good game you know like yeah it it's, been, it's it's one that didn't
3: arkham knight warner brothers
1: yeah, yeah.
3: should have been that one Yeah, <laughs> that fits this
1: mold a yes it does uh yeah i mean it, it's a legitimately good game and it doesn't feel like it like they needed to push that that stipulation onto the people that play it you know
2: I, I think I think it's a good precedent to set, and I'm I'm glad the FTC is yeah. is buttoning a little bit.
1: Oh, that uh, stuff but... needs to be disclosed. Like if if you're yeah. getting money did, to talk about a game, you should have to say that. Did, you know?
3: Did anybody talk about this or tweet the the gambling thing that that's going on with? I think it was Counter Strike. Yeah.
2: yeah, we alluded to it earlier. And okay, I,
3: but we didn't get into it. No, we did not. Did we want to? I don't know enough about it. Um,
1: I think it's all crazy. All crazy. I kind
3: of do. Uh, basically what happened was, I think I think it was um, some well-known Counter-Strike players were approached to take part in a website where you can gamble, uh, basically gamble, and I think, I think they're gambling on getting those uh, gear skins. pieces or whatever, skins, or whatever the fuck is going on over there. But what they were doing was, they were then telling people, hey, I found this cool website, where you can do this, but not telling them that they were actually part of it, yeah, and benefiting from it. Um, the way I understood it was they didn't get directly paid, but <laughs> it was like it was described as they got equity in it. I, I don't know exactly what it means, but it, it's the same kind of deal, you know. They they were telling people about a cool thing they found that it then turns out that it's their thing, yeah, and they didn't disclose that, yeah. So real shitty stuff. Absolutely, Just don't do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why you would
3: gamble on anything like that <laughs> in the first place is beyond me.
1: Yeah, it's 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 real money for digital property, you know. And, and, and like like Eric said, you know, I'm fine dropping a few bucks here and there for uh, for you know whatever po- uh, skins for for my favorite games and stuff. But we're talking thousand-
3: more than a few bucks on Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, but we're talking like thousands of dollars here, yeah. like money, money. Not a few bucks here and there, you
3: know. Cash money.
1: Cash money.
2: C M Y M.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Corey, I still want to know what this four-player game is. I haven't forgotten.
2: I'll just tell you now. Yeah. I read it about it on Silicon Era today. It's this game. Okay. It's a RPG. It looks like uh, isometric, like a Diablo or something like that. Uh, it's called Eon Alter. Okay. And. You play in a group, four people. Uh this is RPG, like fantasy setting, all that kind of stuff. But you are sent secrets to your mobile device that you hmm. don't tell your teammates about. It sounds really cool and it's episodic. Cool. The first episode's out today and it's like six bucks.
3: It's seven six ninety nine, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. You can get to season pass for fifteen.
2: And it has. Uh, last I checked on Steam, very positive review score.
3: Uh, yep, 175 reviews, very positive.
1: So secrets, as in like like loot placement, or or, or what? I mean, or does it not even say? I
2: think it's more nefarious. It it sounded in the description I read on Silicon Era. It sounded more nefarious. Okay, like...
1: so so you're cooperating, but also kind of competing against each other. Yeah. Okay. That sounds cool.
3: It Says choose to cooperate with your allies or deceive them. Oh. Engage them in player-to-player dialogue to expose the truth in myths and legends. Guide your hero to their ultimate destiny or defeat.
1: Sounds cool. Hmm.
3: Does sound
2: cool. And I think we should do it. I'm in. Yeah. There just so happens to be four of us. De- there does.
3: Boy, hot damn. <laughs> it's got Thumbstick it's, Athletes written all over it, not It's
2: it? our destiny.
3: I mean, I was just assuming you guys are going to text me when you play. Anyway. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Okay. Any other nibble bits, Corey? No. All right. What do you got, Eric?
3: I did. Mine were just the two overwatch. Okay. Oh.
1: Uh, I've got two kind of quick ones. Uh, Niantic Lab CEO John Hankey, Hank, uh, listed a few of the updates to Pokemon Go via Business Insider, some of which include Pokemon Trading, um... Which he called a core element of the series, which is obvious. I think what they wanted to do was launch the game and make sure they got everything up and running and working before they added in all the other features. That's what it seems like, anyway. Huh. As long as you don't have to pay extra for like that functionality. That would make me upset. You know. Uh, he also said they would be expanding on the functionality of the gyms and Stops, but didn't elaborate on what that means. Uh, last of all, he said they would add a global leaderboard. Uh, and plan on improving the augmented reality elements of the game. Hmm. So, some more Pokemon Go. Uh, and then my last little bit, No Man's Sky has gone gold, which means it's finished <laughs> and it's coming out when it's supposed to, August Good for 9th.
3: Sean Murray and the guys yeah, and gals. Yep. Great work.
1: Less than a month. Uh, well, all
3: right. I, I hope that game kicks ass. Four, I really do. Cause...
1: F- four weeks. That's all nice. we have to wait.
3: Sean Murray could not seem like a nicer guy. Yeah. I just hope that the game's good. Yeah. You know?
1: I just hope that there's something in it that draws me into it, you know? i well, I'm There's not... stuff to collect. Well, yeah. That's, that's just it. Like, you
3: know, <laughs> that's a good start.
1: I can latch onto one element of the game, and if lo- yeah. as long as that's enough to keep me playing it, that's fine.
3: I still can't believe they haven't announced it for PSVR. Can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. I don't know. People are making a big deal about uh, it's only a 6 gig install on disk.
1: That's because it's all numbers. It's all math. Yeah. Yeah. They Obviously, they didn't build every planet that's in the game. build you know, an like,
3: entire yeah, galaxy. It's impossible.
1: <laughs> it's just al- algorithms and then some graphical I'm, assets and stuff.
3: I, I'm still really excited for it. I think the closer it gets, I get really, really excited. Yeah. Um, still looking forward to it. I hope it does well.
1: Four weeks from today. We'll be we'll be cruising the galaxy.
3: You know what I realized? What? I still s- don't care about it.
2: <laughs> no, I'll be smack dab in the middle of vacation. Oh, won't even be oh. here.
3: Oh, where are you going? Uh, PEI, Prince Edward Island, for two weeks. Yeah, where is that? In Canada, north
1: northeastern Canada,
2: above above Maine.
3: Nice. Just you and the lady, or
2: uh, me, the lady, her mother, and some other family. Her mom part owns a house out, up oh. there so.
1: That's awesome. Okay. Yeah.
2: And I'll have nothing to do. it's on the beach but other than that I'll just be able you'll to do You
3: will have plenty to do. Capturing <laughs> Pokémon. Yes. Pokémon Go. I'm
2: capturing water Pokémon and reading. I plan on reading a lot. Nice.
3: Oh, any any uh, particular book?
2: Um I was all about reading Game of Thrones. But ever since Game of Thrones ended, I'm just kind of
1: not just that, but it's it would take you a year to get through all the books, probably.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I got um... oh, we didn't talk about the Amazon Prime stuff, but for Prime Day, I got the three months Audible subscription.
1: Yeah,
3: same.
2: Uh, which gives you one free credit a month, so one essentially one free book a month. And I got oh, what the hell is the name of it? It's a it's a new book. It's a bestseller, uh, fantasy setting. It is called. I'm using the Audible app. It's called The Waking Fire by Anthony Ryan. Oh, okay. And it's about these this sort of medieval Victorian setting wherein people use Drake blood uh, as like potions. Oh. I don't know. I'm only two chapters in, but it's pretty good. It's a good read. Um, but that's audio, so that doesn't really count. Right. I don't know what I'm going to read.
1: I've got a few books for you. I don't know.
2: I want to read something meaty. You know, something dense and something that will make me a better person. Uh, like how to how to win friends and influence people. No. Right, one of the
3: micro oh. genres on audible.com is hockey romance. Maybe that's up your alley. Ooh. Hockey love romance. on the ice. I'm going to click on I, I got to see more about that. It's this.
1: trashy romance for Canadians is what that is. <laughs>
3: that's exactly what it looks like, Dan.
2: <laughs> I've really wanted to read the dune books.
1: Yeah. Some cl- oh, classic sci fi. Yeah. Sure.
3: Real quick. Uh, I found a real good one here for you, Corey. Uh huh. It's got a picture of a naked, hunky dude holding yeah. a hockey stick, and it's called Pucked. Yeah. <laughs> All right. By Helena Hunting.
2: It's that's got four neat. and a
3: half stars. It's so deep.
2: A link.
4: Yeah.
1: Deep. Deep
2: stuff. I'll have to wait till uh, August when I get my my next credit. <laughs>
1: I mean, just just read that like book that that, uh, that girl you know wrote that you drunkenly ordered. <laughs> the Scamp? The Scamp, yeah. <laughs> Do that one.
2: I should. That's not a bad idea, actually. It's on yeah.
3: there. It's on there.
2: The Scamp is?
3: Yeah. What's it What's her name? I can't remember. Is it Jennifer Pashley? It
2: is Jennifer Pashley, yep.
3: The book is on here.
2: On Audible? Three.
3: Yeah, three and a half stars out of six ratings.
2: Who does the audio?
3: Emily Durant. Mm.
2: Hmm.
1: Interesting. A, that is interesting.
2: Boy, they let anybody write books these days, huh?
3: <laughs> oh, it's just like podcasts.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sure is. Self-publish.
3: We
1: are. Yeah. Okay. What were we talking about? How did we get here? Uh oh, we were talking about No Man's Sky. Ah. ah. We got Where you to know stamp. it. Uh, See, you...
3: <laughs> we're already exploring so many different universes because of No Man's Sky. Yep. Mission accomplished.
1: How was your week, Corey? Good. I
2: watched a couple movies. Uh, have you guys seen The Big Short? No.
1: It's really good.
2: It's on Netflix now. And it's about the bankers, or not bankers, the, the nerds, as the the movie called them, who bet against the housing market and anticipated the collapse and profited from it. Oh, Oh. uh, and it's really good. Really, really good. And it does that sort of meta thing that like one of the characters says, you know, well, everybody was busy paying attention to, uh, the Kardashians and blah, 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 blah. Like this thing that was coming, that was so extremely obvious, nobody realized. Uh, so they'll talk about like, Oh, sorry, my dog's eating something. They were talking about like, uh, subprime mortgages and cdo's and they're like now if this seems too crazy for you here's selena gomez to explain it all to you and they'll cut (laughs) to like selena gomez or you know celebrity whatever and they'll explain it to you and then they'll cut back to the movie it's 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 really interesting
0: huh
2: it's a it's a fun watch and has a great cast steve carell is uh disgruntled he plays a great character disgruntled uh hedge fund manager or something like that that just is just tired of like the wall street bullshit and he sees like a therapist and stuff. Cause he's so worked up about it. Um, and I don't know. He's, he's really good. And, uh, what are the other guys? Uh, what's his name? Ryan Gosling is in it. Um, the dude from American horror story that was also in invincible. I can't think of his name. Mark Wahlberg. Brad Pitt is in it. No, not invincible. Something I can't remember, but great cast. And they're all great. Interesting characters. And they do a great job of showing, like, the the douchey bankers that just don't care about anybody. Yeah, uh, it, it does kind of vindicate the everyman a little bit, uh-huh. you know, watching that movie. It's good. It's real good. Uh, but then I watched another movie called The Invitation, which is a smaller indie movie thriller uh, about this dude who is invited to a house party in L.A. Uh, by his ex-wife. And he's not really sure what to expect, but things get pretty nutty.
3: I feel like I watched that or at least thought about watching it.
2: Okay. That's also on Netflix. I can only recommend it. There's not a lot to talk about. It's kind of a slow mover until the end. Uh, But it's it's really – I was thoroughly entertained. It's Mm. one of those things that's just so bizarre – And, like, it's just awkward situation after awkward situation that strings you through the movie to the point where, like,
3: something happens.
2: The Invitation, you said? The Invitation,
3: yeah. I gotta look and see if I watch this.
2: It's good. I I enjoyed it quite a bit.
3: It doesn't look familiar. I don't know why I thought I did.
2: Yeah, the actors in it, not very... uh, No big names. A couple character actors you'd recognize but it's real good
3: hey uh in the chat has anybody ever read the outlander books asked beardless have not no
2: is that anything like highlander
1: oh i was just gonna say the show but yeah outlander (laughs) and highlander are two different things i've i've heard of the outlander books i've never never read them i tend to uh when I find something I'm into, I tend to fully absorb it. Um, you know, whether it be Lord of the Rings that I read a hundred times or our, uh, Redwall books that I read a hundred times or now I'm going through Game of Thrones, I don't spread my wings too far. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nah. Been
2: a busy week, so I haven't accomplished much in yeah. my life.
1: Okay. Eric, what do you got?
3: Uh, I took the wife on a date to the cinema. I nice. haven't done that in a while. We went to uh, Regal Theater and saw the Secret Life of Pets. Oh. the old lady had requested to uh, go see that when it came out, and I remembered somehow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I took her to see that. Uh, you know, it was, it was okay. Yes, yeah. it's, it's cute. Yeah. You know, there were some parts. I love dogs. So yeah. Uh, there were some parts that were were cute, but that's I guess that's about as good as I can give it. Yeah, that's that's um, kind
1: of my world now as kids' movies. Uh, so it was a good kids' movie. Yeah. Like
3: I could stomach it.
1: When uh, when it comes out on Blu-ray, I'm sure we'll have it immediately. Yeah, it's just hard to like, take. There
3: were some previews for some other ones, and I looked at my wife and I go, I we can't have kids. I can't watch this show.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're trying to uh, because yeah, there's a lot of animated movies that I like. Uh, so, uh-huh. we're trying to steer our kids into into those. Yeah. So, But some of
3: them are really, but, yeah, really it was bad. Good. And a good experience. You know what? You know what we realized? Every time I have a bad experience at the theater, it's always a group of douchey teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. All the young kids in the audience were so well behaved. Nice. Wow. Which was nice. Not a bad experience at all.
0: Uh huh.
3: So, I thought that was interesting. Um,. The only other thing, uh, my wife started her job, and she's actually working uh, overnight this week. So she's working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., which is weird, not only for her but for me to get used to. Um, so when she does that, if she does it for, like, a, a stretch of days in the middle of the week, we literally don't see each other for, like, three or four days, wow. which is weird. Yeah. And, you know? Um, but that's why the Audible thing was perfect timing. Because she now that she's driving to, to Richmond for work,
0: she nice. can
3: get audiobooks for the next three months. Yeah. So that worked out beautifully. The only thing that sucks is uh she's going to be the one picking our Audible books. Mm.
2: But... Make two accounts. Oh, no, because you have to be a Prime member.
3: Yeah. I mean, I could start a trial. Free trial. Well, yeah. it's too late now, isn't it? I don't know. Ah, I'm not
1: going to. <laughs> too much work. <laughs> Screw it
3: wait i i i guess i can stomach my 10 minute commute <laughs> um i i think that was that was really it for me uh i don't think we did anything else other than you know i wanted to talk about the pokemon go thing we did mm-hmm. okay. i don't know i always feel like i'm forgetting something yeah. yeah the in-laws are coming into town this weekend for the first time um and then my my other sister-in-law that hasn't been here yet she's coming down too so Nice. I don't know what we're going to do. We were going to go to D.C. this weekend, but I guess they kind of changed their mind, so I don't know. Who knows? They might have something for next week.
2: There's right. a big battle in D.C. right now.
3: That's why they're changing their mind.
2: No. everyone's All the Pokemon Go players are fighting over the White House. Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> I guess there's some other stuff going on in D.C. too with oh, the other well, recent sure. current events. So sure. that's why they're kind of <laughs> wanting to steer clear of the area. Yeah, so. I don't blame them. There's plenty to do in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm.
1: so Okay. Uh, as for me, I don't really have anything to report. I've spent the past, like, I don't know, six days. We're just hoeing out crap in the house that needed to be gone for forever, uh, making space. Uh, but the only thing, I'm, I'm looking into getting a cheap bicycle for Pokemon Go. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the best way to uh, hatch your eggs and, and travel some distances quickly without having to even get in the car, you know. Still being, we're gonna able to, do the same. Yeah, get some. Not get some for bikes. that reason, but right
3: now that you mentioned it, it is, it is yeah another good reason to do it. It's
1: good for that. So, um, I looked on Craigslist, uh-huh. and even the crappy bikes were too much. Yeah, I know you can kind of talk those people down. I'd rather get like an inexpensive brand new bike. You know, yeah, just I'm... get
2: a crappy bike at a yard sale and put new tires on it.
1: Yeah. done. That's not a bad idea. The only thing is, is then you have to drive around and look at yard sales, which I'm not likely to do.
2: Don't uh, mom and dad still have old bikes in the money. garage?
1: I don't think so. Maybe. I bet you they do. I'll have to look. I, I just need tires. Yeah, they're gone. Well, it, th- that might need some like chain maintenance and stuff. Maybe a new chain or whatever. <laughs> it's overrated. Is it?
2: Ask me how much maintenance I do to my bike.
1: Well, I know you did tires on your bike.
2: Oh, they were flat. I had to. Right.
1: So
3: you that's, know what I did do? What's up? I bought tickets to go see Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. an American Boss. classic. I wouldn't call myself a fan, but a coworker wanted to go, and she's like, "Hey, is anybody interested in going to this with me?" And I was like, why not? "Sure, my wife and I'll go with you." Yeah, why not? So we're gonna. It's in Virginia Beach. We're gonna camp out. It'll be fun. Nice. Looking forward to this. There's a group of uh, six of us going should be good times. Cool. They're all heavy drinkers, and I told them. I'm going to have to really work on my alcohol tolerance <laughs> to, to hang with you all. Yeah. So,
2: Have you ever been to Virginia Beach,
3: Eric? No. You guys?
2: No, not that I recall. Not that I
3: can, yeah. <laughs> Not that I can or want to recall. I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with uh, what we played and then our feedback right after that. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 260 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Corey, we'll start with you. I don't have anything. Nothing. Oh, that's right. Nothing. I think we talked about that at the top of the episode. <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, Eric, what do you got? Nothing. Nothing. A whole lot of nothing. Yeah, strike
3: him out. I Pokemon. That's <laughs> all I
1: played. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the only other thing I played other than Pokemon, I played a little SimCity Build It. I haven't played that as much since I started playing Pokemon.
3: Oh, my um, wife asked me. Yeah, if um, you had uh, played anymore,
1: I'm almost to fifty thousand people in my city, okay. uh, level like thirteen, I think. Mm-hmm. But I pop in like maybe three or four times a day, uh, and I look and see what my residential areas need, and I start building yep. that. And I close it for a few minutes, and then I'll open it up again when I, And then I, you know, I pop that on. I, I'm having trouble getting enough money to like build the important buildings yep because you know as you hospitals, build
3: hospitals uh, fire stations yep. and police stations yeah
1: that sucks all my money so i can't build like the transportation department or the education department or stuff like that
3: dan yeah, i waited on the transportation department like uh, way waited on it okay and it didn't really negatively affect anything
1: okay so hold on that one
3: also i lied i did play a new mobile game
1: oh let's hear it
3: super stickman golf uh it's a it's a wacky course golf game i think you guys would actually really like it okay um so like there's one course that's uh desert there's one that's like uh got sticky walls and some of them rotate so you kind of got to take all that into into consideration um i really enjoyed it i had a good time with it i played probably through the first four courses um. Really fun. There's microtransactions. I'm not really sure. I didn't look into upgrading anything in the pro shop, so I don't know what the the transactions are for. But uh I had a good time with it.
1: Nice. I've got Super Stickman Golf. I don't see Wacky Stickman Golf.
3: No, isn't that what I said? Did I say wacky?
1: Did you say wacky or am I thinking making that up? It's
3: it's super stickman golf. Okay,
1: but but th- oh three. Okay, I've got two on my Noodle Cake Studios Incorporated as the developer. Yeah. Nice. Okay, I install it. Might as well. Yeah, I hope you All
3: like
1: it. All right. Uh, anything else?
3: No, that was it.
1: Okay. Uh, so I finally finished the The Witcher Three Hearts of Stone expansion. Uh, it was awesome. It's uh not quite I uh, it's not bloody barren, but it's it's close to that. It's it's more towards that than uh than like you guys talked about with running around Novograd, uh doing doing the dandelion chase. Um mm-hmm. it's all really really neat quests, really interesting characters, uh really interesting situations that Geralt gets put in. Um, you know, uh I don't want to spoil any of it, but it's it's with well the sex. What's that? With the sex. With the sex? Yeah. Oh yeah. Course. Very facts. <laughs> well there's that. yeah, I mean there's that. Um, you know. Uh Shawnee, for those of you who don't don't remember or for those of you who remember Shawnee, uh, from the I first know. Witcher, she was in there. She's back. Yep, she's back. Uh but yeah, it was really good. Well worth ten bucks. Uh I got I think between twenty and twenty five hours worth out of that ten dollar expansion pack. Um uh, was it? Uh, Hearts of Stone. Hearts of Stone. Yep. Yeah, so that's uh, that's definitely worth a play. Uh, I got a really awesome sword at the end of it too, which is nice. Supposedly it's one of the best swords in the game. So hopefully that's the case and I can focus on my other stuff. Uh, and I just just started the bl- Blood and Wine one. Um, I just got into the area, the Duchy of Toussaint. Um, it's very colorful compared to the rest of the game. The rest of the game's kind of like uh you know the earth tone earth yeah earth tone type of colors but this one's uh very very like vivid green and you know brightly colored flowers and stuff it's definitely a different feel than the than the base game and even skellaga which is a little more colorful but still like earth tony mountainy type of stuff um so i'll be be playing that it's really the only game i feel like playing anymore other than uh other than pokemon I'm, just a,
3: I'm in a, kind of a rut yeah. myself. I have been for a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I felt like I kind of had to force myself through Uncharted, right? And that that always sucks. I hate doing that. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is either. I got home last night. I could say my wife is working nights, so I could get home and have all the time in the world to myself, and I just play Rocket League.
1: <laughs> That's part of the problem, though, don't you think? Is well, is all no, the time?
3: I, do, I don't. I just. I don't know. I just don't know if I want to get wrapped up in anything. Because, like, I liked what I played of Doom. Yeah. And I could just play that. I've bought a bunch of games recently that I could play. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Do you think deep down inside you know you don't want to start anything before No Man's Sky comes out because you're going to be playing that for a while?
3: <laughs> I think you've un- you've uncovered there the it is. secret, damn.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's times when I know, like, a game I really want is coming uh, coming up in a week or two and I don't want to start anything new. So I just play, like, Time Killers until then, you know?
3: I just like a good mindless game at this point, yeah. and I think No Man's Sky is going to be perfect, mm-hmm. you know? Because I'm just going to fly around and explore and see dinosaurs, and that's all I really care about.
1: Sure. Definitely. Okay. Uh, and that's all I played, so uh, we can get into feedback. Short
2: segment this week. Hey, and I, I have a Witcher 3 question yeah, for you. let's hear it. Did, uh, did you manage to get... It's kind of a spoiler, but the game's been out a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you manage to get Triss to stay? Yes.
3: Hey, don't spoil anything for me. I plan on going back to that one.
1: Yeah, I did.
3: So then you killed her afterwards,
2: right?
1: I murdered her, cold blood.
3: Yeah, slit her dumb throat. <laughs>
1: yeah. I uh, no my first the first time I played through the game I kind of stuck with uh, Yen, uh, but this game I specific uh, my second playthrough that I'm playing through now I specifically wanted to keep Triss with me so and i kind of shunned yen um i guess people who people have a hard
3: time picking
1: yeah i mean it's it's difficult choice apparently except for people you don't have to
3: pick you can have them all Mm. see i don't don't know if i played enough to experience (laughs) that i just remember i struggled mentally yeah trying to decide because i thought as much as i like a good redhead Uh also appreciated yennefer because she's kind of bitchy
1: well, that's just it. And, people who yeah. read the books hated Yennefer because apparently okay. she's quite the quite the um angry character or uh um what's the word I'm looking for? She's
3: got a lot of pumped Con- up rage going yeah. on.
1: Confrontational Shrewish. Confrontational.
3: Yeah, and, and you could see that and I, I just but yet there was something about her. I think it was it's the thrill of the catch. Oh, it's the, the badass. The chase. Yeah. It,
1: it's funny and, that you say that there's something about her because there's a, a, a quest line related to that very uh-huh. very line of thought. Okay. It's uh, interesting how that plays out. I'll leave That's it at that. That's what I
3: should play as The Witcher. I should just go back to it now. Sure.
1: Play for a little bit. If you get bored, just give it up again, you know? Okay. Feedback? Uh...
3: Yes, uh, I sent you the email. with
4: uh, Jake's.
1: Um, okay uh we got a voicemail from tito which i will play first uh and here we go
4: um i'm just want to talk about two games inside and red dead redemption first uh i beat inside Hey, oh, well done uh, what a great game uh at first i was a bit let down by the ending because i normally don't like those type of endings but i immediately started hitting up analysis articles and started thinking about the game some more and once I found out about the alternate ending, I went back to play the game again um, to open that up. And I do recommend checking it out because I I think it opens up a lot of meaning and significance for the uh, of the game even more. So um, and you can probably just look at a YouTube video. I, you don't necessarily have to go back and play it again. Um, this game. I hope you guys do a hangover segment unless you guys already go into it in this episode. But I'm interested to see what you guys took from the game, since I feel like it's open-ended on, per- uh, on purpose to, to leave room for discussion. So I kind of want to see what you guys think about it. And also I went back just to check out Corey's reaction when shit hits the fan. And I actually saw the entire playthrough that Corey did. Um, and at one point, you just have this grin at the end, and you just <laughs> let out this, what the fuck? And I just started laughing because it's the perfect reaction in that moment when just everything goes crazy. <laughs> um, I thought the art style was gorgeous. I had to look it up because it kept reminding me of something. And I think it's it has this modernist art style vibe similar to this painting called Nighthawks. Um, the environments are really fascinating. Um, it, it also reminded me, like, it has this kind of anime style, a specific anime style. Or if Pixar decided to take a dark turn and do Animal Farm, that's my best description of it. It's extremely polished, and it was nice to see, like... I, I didn't run into any bugs, and I don't, I haven't heard of any yet, so it's nice to see a game that polished. And there's just so many cool moments, like that Sonic Boom area, which I thought was terrifying. And I, I have some first impressions here that I'll just lift, list off. Um, number one, you look like a marionette doll. That's one thing I noticed. You kind of don't have a face, and the clothing that you have just reminded me of this puppet. Uh, number two, Animal Farm. Um, number three... I got this Half-Life Portal vibe with the husks, uh, some of the architecture at the end, and the, just the, the overall dystopian nature. Number four, Corey mentioned this to uh, The Swapper. I got, I got that vibe as well. And uh, that's all I have to say about Inside. Fantastic game. Uh, moving on to Red Dead Redemption. I forgot how great this game was. I never beat it, but I did play it back in college. It's a true Western odyssey, and it's a masterpiece. And the amount of stuff you can do is insane. Um, and Dan, I think I actually stopped around the same area as you did when I entered Mexico is kind of when I started losing interest. Um, but since I lost my save file, I went, when I started back up my playthrough a couple days ago, I went online to see some tips and tricks and there's so many Easter eggs in this game. And I'll just list off some of my favorites. Number one, you can put a bandana on and rob people or banks. And if you go wanted, you can take it off and your meter will go, uh, your wanted meter will go down quicker. Number two, you can hunt the legendary jackalope, which is a rabbit slash deer mix, which is kind of funny. Uh, number three, you can hogtie someone, put them on the train tracks, and you, uh, you can assume what happens next. Uh, number four, you can jump off a building and land on your horse, which is pretty fun. Um, number five, I forgot how awesome duels are. Um, like, if you play someone in poker, they have a tell that you can use to advantage, or you can just cheat apparently, and if you get caught, you have to duel someone. And uh, another thing that's fun to do is you can shoot uh, people's hats off, and in a duel, you can actually shoot their hand to disarm their gun instead of killing them. Mm. And uh, that's all for that. I can't wait to get back into this game. Um, It's the type of game that I would actually put up against Skyrim as Game of the Generation, because I don't know if most of you have played it, Um, but it's very similar in the sense that it's an RPG, there's a lot of stuff to do, exploration, Easter eggs, all this stuff, and it's it's just more of a grounded, uh, a grounded fantasy instead of a high fantasy. It's just, you know, playing cowboys. And uh, even though it's been lauded and lo- a lot of people love it, it's kind of weird how it's actually not as much in the spotlight as other famous games like Skyrim. But um, with all the touches, details, and the hidden gems, it, it, the game's really special, and for example, I was doing one challenge and uh, looking for an herb, and all of a sudden a mountain lion attacks me and kills my horse and myself. And uh, I, I just thought that was so cool. It's just like this Wild West and anything can happen. And even though, Eric, uh, you never played it, but I could see you loving this game but not getting very far because it's, it's a pretty long game. There's a lot to do, and you just don't have that kind of time. But there's there's a lot of parts in this game that can become addictive, and I think there's some stuff that you would really enjoy. That's all I got to say and I'll see you guys around. Bye.
1: Thanks, Tito. Um yeah, that's one that's not on PC, right? No. I'm pretty sure uh it's not it's not been on Steam. Do you think they'll release it on Steam? Yeah. I think they should cuz I would honestly give it a, give it another shot.
3: There
2: is lots of money to be had there.
1: Yeah.
3: I purchased it. Yep. During the Xbox sale because it became uh backwards compatible so I'll play it. I actually that's one of the games I forgot that I, I was just sitting there and I'm like I could just play it but I just don't uh-huh. how much was but, it uh, uh, eight bucks oh that's a steal yeah so I bought that in Dark Souls uh-huh. which was also I think ten bucks nice okay so
1: yeah he's right I mean it's one of those games that I mean it's a, a rock star game it's Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West there's like a ton of stuff to do and a ton of cool I like that. Yeah, a ton of cool uh, Easter eggs and stuff. Definitely.
3: I like the setting, for sure. Yeah. The duels sound pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, there's not enough... Uh, that's another setting that I feel like is underutilized in video games, is the oh, wa- Wild West. Yes. So. Hopefully, uh, like, before they announce Red Dead 2, they put Red Dead on Steam. Because I would like to revisit it.
2: It's been a it's while. It's a pre-order bonus for Red Dead 2.
1: I don't want a pre-order bonus. I'd rather just buy it. Not an option, Dan. I know. <laughs> and and also, would. I'm
3: glad Tino enjoyed Inside. I talked to him a little bit about it this past week and we played Rocket League together. Uh-huh. And uh, I was talking to him, telling him how much I enjoyed it. So, yeah. happy to hear that he also liked it.
2: Yep. And yeah. his, uh, I thought his Animal Farm, Pixar's take on Animal Farm was a good An apt Yeah,
1: I love person. that. I love that i like uh like orwell stuff so
2: and i'm with him about the alternate ending uh when i finished it takes some time to marinate you have to think about it a little bit and think about what you did and everything because when you're caught up in the gameplay of the game you're not necessarily thinking about the big picture Uh you do here and there but most of the time you're just focusing on the task at hand okay uh and when it all ends is when you have a second to breathe and like think to yourself okay what is what does this mean and uh, I had the same approach as Tito, like, started looking up analysis articles and stuff like that, which led me to the secret ending, uh, which I watched. And, yeah, it's, like, you can kind of come up with a, a pretty good theory on your own, but then once you watch that alternate ending, it kind of turns it on its head in a really interesting way uh, and adds a whole other lens through which you can view the game. And kind of, like, it's one of those things that, like, warrants another playthrough just as. To- see everything all over again for that reason
3: I I hadn't the foggiest idea what had just happened when I finished the game yeah I was kind of surprised that that was the ending but I didn't care Uh, I wasn't like disappointed or anything I just was like okay well I'm supposed to think about this but I just I kind of turned my brain off to it because I just wanted to talk to you guys about it yeah so I haven't looked at any forum discussions or anything like that I haven't done any of that I'm not going to uh-huh. until we talk about it. Um, but I probably will watch the alternate ending. Okay. Before then. Yeah,
1: we, we will. We will talk about it next week. I will, without question, have played it before uh, before next week's episode. So.
0: Good. good.
1: Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts, Corey?
2: No, sorry. I was yelling at the dog. That's
1: okay. You don't have to apologize. I've done yet many many. Uh, You know, yelling at the dog happens. she's nasty. (laughs) Okay, so uh, thanks, Tito. Uh, Idaho Jake says, hey, guys, I'll be drinking for tonight's podcast. For today is my birthday, and thanks for the messages on Facebook. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, and my computer just... uh... We killed it? No. No, it just Uh... wants me to uh, restart. So...
2: Tell it, no. Tell it you don't want Windows 10. I'm going
1: to throw it out in the street is what I'm going to (coughs) do. Excuse me. Uh, Yeah, happy birthday. Um, I missed last podcast feedback because I really didn't have anything to talk about. I have some sad news. All I can get into right now is Fallout 4. I think it's because I can just uh, jump into it and play it uh, and not have to worry about how it controls or the story. I just mindlessly play. Now for the Idaho Jake question, what is your favorite game to just jump in and mindlessly play? Thanks, guys, and get out of my email. I think I can answer that for Eric. Yeah, really? Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, you probably can.
1: <laughs> uh, Eric's is Rocket League, Corey's yep. Hearthstone. Ah, uh, see, neither of those two games for me are mindless.
2: Are mindless?
3: Rocket League can be though. That's one of the things I love about it.
2: But the, the, as soon as I make it mindless, is when I start not doing well. Well, yeah. You know.
3: Yeah, no, I understand that. But, like, there's just been a couple, you know, you come home from work and you're like, I don't want to do a fucking thing. Like, I don't want to get into anything right now. But I could just sit here and play Rocket League and not even think about it.
2: Yeah, I can't. I don't know. It's, uh, it adds another know. level of stress for me. It doesn't take it away. Same with Hearthstone, really, lately. Uh, for me, like, turning on the office is the best cure for that. But, uh, like mario game like final fantasy games mario games nothing where somebody's gonna give me shit yeah you know
1: sure for missing for missing that layup yeah if you will
2: exactly okay
1: you finally hit
2: one of my passes (laughs) suck it's funny no I, i hear you and a lot of times i do suck but i don't need to be told right i know i suck I don't know. Yeah, like like Final Fantasy 6 I mean is the obvious answer that I give for all these kind of things, but really I mean I've just played it so many times that I have no issue playing it and it just soothes me cuz yeah. that nostalgia factor. Uh and there's enough going on. There's enough depth to the story and the characters that I can get as into it as I want, you know.
1: Yep. Okay. I don't have anything currently that i mindlessly play uh my my game time is is at night obviously occasionally during the day like if the kids are settled down and watching a movie i'll i'll play some games but it's always something specific for you know like it like right now i'm playing the witcher um just because i want to get you know get through all of it again Um, i don't have anything that i revert back to at least as of right now that i that i mindlessly play
3: um, what about in the past, Dan? Would you say something like Splatoon or Mario Kart?
1: Yeah, probably Mario Kart would be one of them. But again, like like Corey said, if I started playing online, uh, or even if I was trying to beat the 200 CC, um, it, it got to the point where competing uh, made it so I was was not mindlessly playing. Like I was very very focused um, on what I was doing. Uh, I, I'm with Corey. Like when if I do something mindless, it's usually watching something on TV. Um, even watching yeah, like that, same here. Yeah, even like watching Game of Thrones right now is kinda of mindless because I'm on my third time through, so like I'll look for new details and stuff, but that's that's how I like unwind after a busy day is me and my wife watch watch Game of Thrones. So I'm trying to think of the last game that though that I used to play uh that was my mindless go to. I don't know, it's been a little while.
2: The uh Mountain Blade.
1: Yeah, that wasn't really mindless either, though.
2: Hmm. Guild Wars 2.
1: <laughs> Again, I would play World vs. Versus... That could have been mindless if I, you know, you just wanted to do your dailies or whatever. Crafting. Crafting, yeah. Yeah, that would probably be it. Honestly. Guild Wars yeah. 2 a few years ago. So. Okay. Thanks for the email, Jake. Uh, any other thoughts, questions?
2: I just wanted to just briefly jump back to Tito's oh. voicemail. Okay, yeah. And say that the way he pitches Red Dead Redemption really makes me want to play it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same here. I Like I said, I would give it another go if it com- when it comes out on Steam. Yeah. I should say when, not if.
2: Are there mods? Well, obviously not on Xbox, no. but is there like... Is there like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Is there any kind of customization that like a community? I feel like it's been out long enough that somebody could have come up with something. I don't know.
1: Not, well, I mean, not for Red Dead. It's only it's, on console, yeah. it's right? only on consoles. Yeah. But like the older Grand Theft Auto games, I don't think there's many mods for five because they're kind of anti-modding it because of the online stuff, but I'm pretty sure four, right. four has some mods. And I think there's some graphical like updates and stuff that they, that they did for, for five. Um, but
2: it would be great to play red dead redemption modded to the point that like something like skyrim is you know yeah that'd I, be great
1: I, I wonder if rockstar would ever do that to one of their games probably not i don't know probably it's not. ripe for it yeah, sure that'd be awesome
2: all the tools are there to make something fun
1: but yeah. yep uh, we don't know what next week's topic is going to be, do we? It was going to be Pokemon Go, but... When does I Am Setsuna come out?
3: Hey, uh, did we, next do, we didn't do what we didn't play. Are we prepared for that or no?
2: I didn't do it only because we were recording on the day that games would come out. Yeah, Not today. Sure. So we'll save it for next week. Just catch up on the... I think only one game, one big game came out today.
1: I Am Setsuna is next week. Next Tuesday.
2: Monster Hunter came out today and Song of the Deep came out. Monster Hunter. No, Monster Hunter comes out Friday. That got great reviews. And Song of the Deep comes out today. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll need some time with I Am Sitsuna, so we might not even be able to do it in two weeks. I'm going to binge play
3: it. it. We're going to have to get creative these next couple weeks. Yeah, It's not our strong
2: Well, if we play episode one of
3: I was just
2: gonna say. A on altar.
3: Let's do
1: that. Okay. Be well fun. the only problem is Will's out of town.
2: Ah. Oh, damn, damn it. it. We'll have to, who's our uh, backup person. We
3: have a substitute.
1: <laughs> I don't think so.
3: Shit. I really only know you guys, so <laughs> I'm kind
1: of in the same My boat
2: anymore.
3: Awfully, yeah, right. Corey, you you and Will know people.
2: And none that would want to sit down and play a four-person co-op computer game with
1: us
0: oh god okay.
3: Right.
1: okay uh well yeah i think we're gonna go play some rocket league right i'd love to i'm down
2: i'm right. unconfirmed at this point okay. okay
3: then i'll play regardless okay i'll play all
1: right all right uh yeah um that'll do it for episode 260 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan
3: I'm Eric. Cory.
1: Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three.